Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White. An on-demand audio presentation of RedPeachSports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Happy Friday to you. Aaron and Jake hanging out here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Monroe. Jake Martin from the Washita Citizen. What up? How you doing this morning? What's happening, brother? Uh, is your computer working this morning? I'm, you got very agitated, very angry, very ornery yesterday. Are you okay today? I'm okay today. All right. Um, yeah, we had technical difficulties out the wazoo yesterday. That's okay. All We're, right. I just want to make sure you're fine. I'm good. All right. Good frame of mood as we start this Friday. And it is a Friday. we got plenty to discuss. In fact, when you start jotting down some of the headlines, you want to talk about a hodgepodge of different subjects. This is certainly it this morning. You can weigh in on the Stuart Shelby hotline or text line, 888-993-7762. Go to stuartshelby.com for a free quote. I think we probably need to get to the games first and get then get to everything that doesn't pertain to what took place in an event yesterday. Does that make sense? Sure. Because, quite frankly, yesterday you were probably about as fired up as I've seen you in a long, long, <laughs> long time. You were like a, a, a six-year-old on Christmas Eve. <laughs> it was uh, the production went out the window. I, I was having a productive day, <laughs> and then the news broke. And, and then, then Twitter just takes Twitter over. Twitter took over my life. And you cannot get enough information at that point. No, I mean, when we were at the Bay- Bayou Desire, and I was – Constantly looking at my phone. I mean, I, I, I was glued to this whole situation. We'll get to that in a minute. All right, let's get to some of the headlines, some of the storylines. I, I guess we need to start with your LSU Tigers versus Texas A&M, a matchup of top 20 teams last night down in College Station. And uh, LSU takes care of business. They win 4-1. to one. The major storyline in this one, of course, is the pitching performance they got from Zach Hess. Yeah, and by the way, Aaron, every SEC game this weekend – is being contested with a team ranked in the top 25. So, Well, <laughs> when 10 of them are ranked, I mean, that's going to happen, saying, right? Just wanted to point that stat yeah, out yeah. for you because I know you love this. Yeah. Um, Sports right. Information Director from the SEC over here, Jake Martin. Well, I just, you know. The propaganda machine that is mm-hmm. known as Jake Martin. That's right. So, Hess was great yesterday. He, he wasn't – his normal, you know, I'll go out there and just strike you out to as many pitches as I need to to shut you down. He was getting outs. He only had five strikeouts, but he went eight innings, um, didn't give up a run through those eight innings, and, by the way, stranded seven runners in scoring position. So he was very, very good last night. And they got just enough offensive production to win that game 4-1. to one. Antoine Duplantis um, came through with a two-RBI single, which scored Zach Watson, who actually led off that inning with a walk, um, I believe in the third or fourth. And then fourth inning is when they scored their four yeah, runs. Fourth inning, yeah. And then uh, Hunter Fiducia had an RBI double, and Bryce Jordan had an RBI single. So Bryce Jordan stayed hot from his four-for-four four performance last Wednesday. Mm. Big win for LSU. Of course, game two of that series starts tonight. And then, of course, you look at the college baseball schedule for the remaining teams of interest for us. ULM playing host to Texas State. Louisiana Tech, Diamond Dogs looking to bounce back from that loss to Little Rock. They make their way down to San Antonio. And Grambling is scoring off against Prairie View this weekend. On the high school diamond last night, a highly anticipated game two of this showdown between OCS and Cedar Creek. After, of course, the Cougars won game one in Cedar Creek in a thrilling fashion, 10-9. to OCS gets a little bit of revenge as they win 10-6 to last night. It's very odd. First game of this series, OCS scores six runs in the first inning. Last night, deja vu, OCS scores six runs in the first mm-hmm. inning. But unlike the first game, the Cougars cannot rally, cannot come back to pick up the victory. Yeah, and Bryce Wallace was three for four in that game, had a home run. 
so that lineup, the lineup that we talked about all season long, you know, kind of previewing it, they had four guys who had multiple hits in that game, and it's just one after another. It was Bryce Wallace, then Del Fulmer, then Connor McCoy, then Clint Hargrave. So it's just one after another. That lineup is so dangerous. And with the pitching, uh, you know, kind of having some rough outings as of late, it's good that you can rely on those bats to carry you through these uh, wins against top ten, you know, opponents. A couple of softball scores of interest. Washita wraps up a district championship. They take care of business on the road. They win 7 and nothing. And uh, Cedar Creek versus Sterlington matchup of two very, very good programs. Uh, Lady Panthers win this one 2-1 to one in eight innings. I'm taking no responsibility. We fed pizza to Cedar Creek girls before they <laughs> hopped on the bus to Sterlington. Knew it was going to be a tough challenge. Uh, they just had a little snack before how, the game. How, how, like, so they ate it and then when did they play? Uh, two hours later. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all on you, Aaron. <laughs> That's all on you. Let's cancel that uh, Little Caesars promotion you got. Uh, what else do we got in terms of uh, headlines? Hey, how about Tim Tebow? You always want some Tim Tebow. How about Tebow? Tim Tebow? Yeah, go ahead. Lay it on us. Double A in the minors, trying to work his way up through the ranks. First pitch, first at bat of the season, and Tim Tebow just being Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. Three-run home run. Man, you sound like me over there. I, I just I don't care about double A ball. I don't care who's playing. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be Frank? Can I be Frank here? Uh, who's Frank? <laughs> uh, the Masters uh, round one is in the books. An eventful day, to say the least. And we'll have you cover Teddy Allen. Join us at 830 and a couple different clips from uh, some guys that certainly had big roles in the opening round. Jordan Spieth, wow, comes out six under. He is your clubhouse leader after the first round. Trying to ruin our good story. He comes out and goes six under when Tony Finau had. Now we. What was the storyline yesterday? Time out. We yeah. we previewed this yeah. yesterday, jokingly. Yes. And we were saying we're rooting for him above even Tiger. Because you said, what's the best storyline? I said, well, the guy that broke his ankle or dislocated his ankle and popped it back into place. Now I'm all on board if he can be make a run at this thing. And I said it like, I mean, I didn't think the guy would play. No. Literally go out there and shoot four under for the day. Literally go out there and lead yes. for most of the day and then before Jordan Spieth gets going. But still, what a day he put on. Hollywood writers couldn't even put this together. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Uh, you'll hear from him uh, coming up uh, later in the show as uh, we look forward to the second round of the Masters. All right, Jake. <laughs> you setting a table for me? You you want to talk about it now? Yes. All right. So uh, we've already, I think we've even got a text about it. Conor McGregor, here we go. Um, he, it's like I'm winding you up, and you are just ready to go. I'm trying to stay concentrated and not okay. just be all over the all place. All right, first of all, the storyline. Yes, the details first. Um, well, let's go let's backtrack. Conor McGregor arrested for three counts of assault and one count of criminal mischief. Hmm. Um, he, I'll go back to Tuesday. This is how it all started. He, he's, got, he's got a training partner named Artem Lobov. Um, he said something about Habib, who was fighting in the main event Saturday. Habib and his group corner Artem Lobov. This is Tuesday. It's like 10 or so guys kind of cornering him. Habib's talking to him, basically saying, keep my name out your mouth, blah, 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 blah. Connor gets wind of this. So Connor and his team flies in to New York, fly into Brooklyn, and they go looking for Habib. And they get, they get led into the Barclays Center by the Mac Life, which is his own media group. Mm. So, yeah. He has his own media group, which is credentialed to all the events. They let Connor in. So, Connor is walking up on the bus where all the red corner fighters are, including Habib. And he starts throwing chairs. There's video of this. Now, I don't, I'm not even going to say allegedly. You can literally see him do this. He starts throwing chairs and uh, dollies. And a divider. Uh, a divider. Crowd divider. Now, the dolly hits the window, and it shatters it. And that glass cuts a main card fighter, Michael Chiesa. He has last right. He has. To, he had to pull out of the fight. He, he got cut so bad he had to go to the hospital. He had to pull out of his fight Saturday. Um, it gets the glass gets into the eye of Ray Borg, another fighter. Uh, in another fight on the card this Saturday, he has to pull out of his fight. And because of this incident, Dana White pulls Artem Lobov off the, the card because he was fighting as well. That's three fights that this has affected. 
So Connor Stunt has not only got him arrested, mm. but it's pulled three fights off of this off of this uh, UFC card, and almost pulled Joanna, uh, I mean not Joanna, uh, Rose Namajunas because it got the glass got near her hand and she was shooken up and she at the time she said she didn't even know if she wanted to fight anymore and she's going to fight but still you almost lost your co-main event which was one of the more anticipated fights of the year so then i get on twitter today and i see golik and wingo put out this tweet that says it was this staged mm-hmm. is this real or not are you kidding me you mm-hmm. think they would stage this to where their top star would go to jail this isn't wwe like this isn't fake jail where stone cold fake goes to jail right and then he's back next week on Raw, and it's all fine. All right, let me make the argument, though. There, there's not been a lot of buzz about this event this weekend. That's not and true. Of course, that is they're not going true. up against uh, WrestleMania. Perhaps they needed this no, that to is sell not some true. tickets. That was my other point. Uh, Dana White said at the press conference before any of this happened that this pay-per-view was trending up, that this pay-per-view was trending to be the biggest buy since UFC 205. And that kind of surprised some people because – that would mean it would be a million-dollar pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. The reason why it was trending up is because Max Holloway, even though it's a bad matchup, stepped in, and he's got a 12-fight win streak. He's the featherweight champion. So you have a champion. It, Khabib's not a champion, but he's a champion in most people's eyes. So you got the two best in the world facing each other. Mm-hmm. It was trending up, so it didn't need an additional push as far as marketing. Plus, this does nothing but hurt the card. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all what happened. Um, and there, here's Dana White. He actually said this before Connor was arrested late last, or early this morning. Um, this is what he had to say about Connor McGregor. He is not happy at all. Uh, police are. There is a warrant out for Connor McGregor's arrest, and um, uh, they're looking for him right now. His plane cannot take off. He cannot leave the state of New York. Uh, with this warrant, he'll be grounded, and uh, I'm assuming eventually, if they don't catch him, he'll turn himself in. Uh, You can imagine he's going to be sued beyond belief, and uh, this was a real bad career move for him. Clint Wazin says, congrats to Dana White for pulling off the biggest stage brawl in UFC history. Yeah, stage where guys get cut and have to pull out of the fight. I mean, come on, let's use our common sense here, people. Now, for me, you know I'm a huge MMA fan. I've been a big fan for over a decade. And this just reminds me of back in the day when I tried to convince people that it wasn't cockfighting, that I tried to convince people that it was an actual legitimate Mm -hmm. sport. You know what I mean? Like, I was so protective over it because I was like, no, you have to learn more about the sport and about the martial arts aspect of it. This, to me, puts it back to that. It's that gang mentality. That was literally Dana White, a subdued Dana White there. Later on, of course, he came at him a little bit harsher. In fact, it was so salty, we can't even air the clip on. Well, that's the cleanest. Basically, him just saying, uh, Colin Connor saying that, uh, you know, he didn't know what kind of drugs he was on. And then he pulled out the kid card saying, well, he just had a kid. He Uh should be more, you know, mature. And that's Daryl says, could Conor McGregor's actions be caused by steroid use? Uh, and I don't think it's steroids, Daryl. I, I don't want to speculate, but I mean that you just said what Dana White speculated—the fact that it could be, you know, drug use. Uh, is this thing played out? And you know, you were hitting me up, and then of course immediately I go to Twitter and I look at the footage. Man, it just felt so. I mean, it was straight from a, the WWF years ago, under in the underbellies of an arena. You know, there wasn't a limo involved, but there's a bus, and it just felt. But then the more you watched it, you're like, ooh, you know. I'm, we're getting texts. People think this was actually staged. I'm surprised by that. Mm. Uh, somebody said Dana White said it was draining. Huh? Is he going to say it's trending down? Yeah. Okay, first of all, I can knock that off too. Because Dana White has been so subdued this whole year, ever since they sold – a year and a half, really. Ever since they sold the UFC, he has not been hyping. He's had major cards. The UFC 217 card I thought was one of the best cards they ever had. He didn't sell it at all. He didn't care. And then, for some reason, this pay-per-view started trending up, and so he talked about it. And he got excited about it. This was the first time I've seen him excited since Connor boxed Floyd. Hmm. Uh, the second part of that text, unnamed text, uh, I'm not saying it was staged, but I don't know if it was as bad as everybody makes it out to be. Have you seen bloody faces? The fact that a guy – okay, y'all need to understand what this is. For an MMA fighter, it's not like a professional athlete. You get paid when you fight. 
If you have to pull out of a fight, that is a big deal because you've already paid for your camp. That means you're out of money. So you do anything in your power, especially when you're, you know, lower card, mid card to fight because that's how you make your money, especially when you don't have advertisers or anything like that. So this is, you know, for, for a guy like Michael Chiesa, who is right in the middle, I mean, he's a very good fighter. He's fought for a very long time, but he's not, you know, most of you don't even know that name, Michael Chiesa. So he has to fight. He has to make his money for, for the New York State Athletic Commission, not the UFC, the New York State Athletic Commission to step in and say, you can't fight, this is legitimate, guys. Jake is fired up this morning. I think he's going to come across the table at me at any minute. <laughs> we need to hold this guy back. I think I need extra security over here this morning. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not Connor, so you're okay. Uh, the other thing that I did not understand, it's not like they're your, your double-A minor league baseball team or A-ball. What are they doing on buses, man? What are they, the Tupelo uh, Blue Hens? The Tupelo? Well, I'm just making up a name. Listen. I don't know what your issue is. They don't have uh, you know, cars, uh, limos. Aren't these professional athletes making some good like big bucks? Like I said. So they just all stick them on a, a yellow bird and say, is, hey, let, let's take you to the arena? I don't want to go in that route because we could go a whole hour. <laughs> but the, the fighters are underpaid. and they're Okay. It's, so the guys that are fighting each other are on the same bus no, to go to the weigh-in? That's the red corner. They have a red corner bus and a blue corner oh, bus. Oh. Yeah. Look at Jake. Uh, quit, man. Please give Jake a podcast for his MMA news, Snooze Fest. Yeah, we keep getting questions about this. So, <laughs> 888-993-7762. What does this do for Conor McGregor? Is he still in jail this morning? Uh, last I checked, he was. Wow. But um, what does this do for him? Honestly, it's what this is going to do is. And if he's that upset about somebody stripping him his belt, why doesn't he just get in there and fight? Right, it's not it about? about that. It's not about that. I explained what it was about. It was about him cornering Artem. It was about Habib cornering Artem with 10 guys. Mm. They've already, there, there's MMA journalists that have already disputed that, saying it wasn't about him stripping the belt. Mm. Uh, the other part I liked about this morning, this conversation with Jake in our pre show meeting, then he shows me a video of a kid <laughs> wrestling a bear. Well, <laughs> because honestly. If when Habib and Connor fights, if everything and this would be like a year from now, or I don't know how long, yeah. whatever you know, because the UFC is going to have to suspend him. Who knows what the state athletic commissions are going to do when they get involved? But whenever they fight, that's going to be the biggest fight UFC can put on. That's the only bright thing that this that this you know has created. But you know, for for people to say it's staged, I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Like you don't even know if you're going to get that fight. But anyway, Habib when he was a kid. He's undefeated. When he was a kid, he's Russian. He wrestled a bear. And I was trying to tell you how bad he was. And I said, that's just urban legend. And then he pulls out a video of this kid wrestling a bear in Russia. (laughs) The bear is on a leash. Yeah, it's legit. (laughs) Yep. 888-993-7762. Keep the text coming. Richie wants to know, where's Teddy Allen? In fact, that's coming up later in the show. It's all part of the starting lineup brought to you by Louisiana Pain Care. The starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Are you crying? Starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Let's go crying. Let's get to the starting lineup. Great, I'm getting called out now. Sam says it was a limo service bus. All right. Jeff says, Aaron, Alabama shows up to a national title games in a bus. How did that part throw you off? Uh huh. But they're a team. I, I mean, I just don't understand why that threw you off. Like, of all the things to point out, you're like, wait, why are they in a butt? Well, I was nitpicking a little bit. You were. You That's were what reaching. I do. I you am, a, I am a, a subtle jerk, right? Yeah. Well, we threw the subtle part out. <laughs> uh, former ULM head baseball coach Jeff Snakesnyder will join us at 7.30. Big weekend of college baseball. Of course, ULM scoring off against Texas State, and they will honor the 2008 Sunbelt Conference champs this week. Coach Shake, we look forward to catching up with him. He was a regular on this show for a long time. He will join us at 7.30. We had an opportunity to fire off some hard-hitting questions to David Times yesterday. Uh, We'll play that interview for you coming up at 8 o'clock. And by the way, that was a a pretty cool event Mm -hmm. last night out of Bayou this year. Even the way it was set up was really sweet. Uh, But, yeah, David Tom's super nice guy, really cool event. And, again, the timing, it was just perfect. Coming off that day of the Masters, to get to see David Tom's and and that environment was really cool. All right, let me ask you this question. David Tom's from uh, 2002 to 2006, I believe, was ranked in the world's top ten. If David Tom's back in the day would have walked through Walmart in West Monroe, (laughs) would he be recognized? Uh, 
I'll, in Louisiana, Walmart, it might be different. I feel like more Louisiana people know him. I'm, I'll still say no. Okay. I'll go with no. Okay. I'll say Johnny Manziel will definitely be spotted before <laughs> David Thomas. How about that? Uh, Teddy Allen is always spotted whenever he walks to uh, Wally World in Ruston. He will join us from the Masters coming up at 8.30. And, of course, Joey Trappe for his weekly visit at 8.45. Did we miss him? The Walmart test. I love that. That's <laughs> going to be our new thing. 888-993-7762. Keep the text coming. The Morning Drive is back. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Brad Parker and his wife Leah opened the Iron Cactus in Calhoun, Louisiana on July 12, 2010 and has made Iron Cactus into a one-of-a-kind restaurant and, in my opinion, the best Tex-Mex in the area. They now have a second location at 428 Desired Street in Monroe. Iron Cactus offers a family-friendly environment that's open for lunch and dinner and also has an array of platters for your catered events. Every time you visit Iron Cactus, you'll find a dedicated and grateful staff with a commitment to deliver the best Tex-Mex along with the fresh ideas that will make you want to come back again and again. They pride themselves in using fresh food to meet your expectations of a delicious dining experience and they look forward to serving you in a simple cantina setting. What's better than the Iron Cactus fajitas? Eating them with a margarita, obviously. They are so excited to announce they are now serving your favorite margaritas, wine, and ice-cold beer in downtown Monroe. 428 Nazir Street, Monroe, and 1304 Highway 80 East in Calhoun. Let's get back to the sports on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston. I like the diversity in our text. And you can be part of it, 888-993-7762. Tim says... We're talking WWE, MMA, fake news over softball. Tyler comes back and says, break down WrestleMania. And then Jonathan, uh, great idea. You should be a TV producer. With McGregor in jail, does any criminal choose to mess with him? Connor versus criminals. There's your next pay-per-view. That's a TV show. Oh, man, how good is that? Connor versus Lock criminals. Up. Yeah. Lock up with McGregor. Honestly, Instead of putting him in jail, they should have just threw him in a cage with the bead. Because that's what he's been ducking. With a bear. With a bear. (laughs) See who comes out alive. You don't like that. Connor versus criminals, man. I I just said that's a good idea. It's fantastic. As a TV show, yeah. And by the way, the other day I was flipping around, and you know it's always tough to watch something when you're on the treadmill and you got first take and then uh, your other options, and you always pick the other options. Uh One of the other options was 60 days in which basically consists of somebody going undercover in a jail for 60 days. Who in their right mind would sign up for that? Well, I'm gig? sure they're getting paid quite well, right? What what channel was this on? A&E. Yeah, I'm sure they're getting paid well. 60 days. I'm going to sign up for that. Let me Put me in jail for 60 days to go undercover. I'll give you a million dollars to go in jail for 60 no days. No chance of it. No chance. Take more than that. Jake's all for it. Jake would come out at hardened criminal, though. <laughs> He's all tatted up, all jacked up, talking more MMA. (laughs) Gary Gary says Jake the ring cleaner versus Aaron the dog walker needs to be on the card to replace those lost to the brawl. Uh, uh, Quint, man, he's on fire today. Jake is wrong. This event uh, put UFC in the news. They stole the headline from WWE on WrestleMania weekend. Mission accomplished. Okay, so I don't doubt. The fact that it gave – here's the thing. It it's puts UFC in the news, but does it gain more pay-per-view buys by losing fights? 
and the fact that Connor's not on this card, and even Artem's not on this card, all the reason why you tune in to this fight because of what happened is just to see Habib and see his, you know, post-fight, whatever he says in the post-fight interview. But I just don't see how this benefits the UFC. Mm. Uh, Sherman says that I would get recognized before David Toms and Wally World. <laughs> Possibly so. Yeah, there may be some truth to that. <laughs> Possibly I so. do stand out a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> what else you got, Jake? Um, real quick, you know, I got to talk a little NBA. Um, <laughs> did you see the score last night, Aaron? 126 to 106. The Pacers defeated the Warriors. Mm. Steve Kerr, not happy. Um, he he was asked about the effort um, last night, and he said, or about how you know the team care cares about the loss. And he says, caring in general was the main problem. He said, just trying, cutting hard, driving, maybe boxing out once in a while. Just in general, it's hard to win an NBA game if you don't put forth an effort at all. So I just wanted to ask you this: We're very close to the playoffs. We're we're a couple games away, a few games away, I should say. Are you concerned at all about the Warriors, given their health, given their the technical foul issues, given? No. Not at all. Not at all. Even you still put them past the Rockets. Because now, like, at the, uh, I'll say this. Like, two months ago, I was like, hey, this Rockets story is pretty fun, but I still, we all know the Warriors are going. Now I'm I'm open to, to the argument that the Rockets can topple the Warriors. I'm probably wrong, but in the NBA, I just feel like, you know, they say you just can't turn the light switch on and off. Oh, and in can. the NBA, I feel like they do. You, yes, yes, that's very true. Um, but my my thing here is I, not so much, so much with the effort and what happened last night, just the injuries and the ten, like losing your mind over calls and getting ejected because the referees have proven this year they're not taking it anymore. So – just wanted to kind of get that debate going again. Mm. I'm, I'm a little fired up for, for the NBA playoffs now just because it's not as dominant as, as we kind of foresaw it. And hopefully the Pels are in it. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Oh, by the way, today is the last day you can get on board and weigh in on what Major League Baseball <laughs> franchise. Really up with that this what week, Major good. League Baseball franchise we should be covering on a daily basis with the reports up until probably the middle of August. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. Right up until the first game of the. We're all on board. We're going to jump on this bandwagon until football season starts. Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. We end with this. Panther fan says to say this incident was staged is ridiculous. It would never be, be taken, taken that far and be fake. People got hurt. Yes. People got pulled from the card, losing money, and Connor's going to be sued by these fighters. Take a timeout. Coming up next, we uh, look forward to catching up with Jeff Schnecksnatter, the former head coach at ULM. Big weekend out there as the Warhawks remember the 2008 Sunbelt Conference champs. Coach Shake joins us after the break. Whether you have a sports or an orthopedic injury, nagging low back or neck pain, work-related injury, or even vertigo, get the care and treatment you need at Legacy Outpatient Therapy Services. LOTS has been a reliable health care provider for Ruston and the surrounding communities for over 15 years. Give Chase Patterson and his team of skilled therapists a call at 318-255-9601 or visit our website at LegacyRehab.net. LOTS, official partner of Louisiana Tech Athletics and your home for trusted therapy solutions. Powered by Legacy Rehabilitation. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whenever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. Hooters smoked wings are marinated overnight. Then hickory smoked low and slow. With only half the calories, so you can eat twice as many. In fact, our smoked wings are so good, you might just come to Hooters for the food. Wait, what? That can't be right. That's just crazy talk. Come in for all the games and get a scratch and wing card when you try our new smoked wings. Every card's a winner. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Hooters. Looking for today's hottest wellness trends? Visit GNC, where you'll get them for less thanks to our buy one, get one half off deal. Save on black seed oil, turmeric, and milk thistle. Or mix and match Vitapack programs, male performance, probiotics, fish oil, and more. 
Our premium GNC brand products go through up to 150 quality checks and are the highest quality wellness solutions and supplements in the industry. But hurry, this buy one, get one half off deal is only available for a limited time. GNC, live well. Local Sports Talk is on the air on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. Welcome back to the morning drive. Aaron and Jake hanging out here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Monroe. John Tabor doing a fine job back at the Sports Talk 97.7 headquarters in Ruston. Time to catch up with an old friend of the program, a regular. Uh, Jeff Snakes, our former ULM head coach, joins us on the Stuart Shelby Hotline. Coach, how are you doing this morning, bud? Hey, doing great. Good morning. Thanks for having me. It's nice to hear your voice again. Uh, you were a mainstay on this program for a while, years back. Hey, I always enjoy talking to you guys and talking sports. All right, Coach. I miss it pretty... too, Aaron. All right, well, let's go there. How much do you miss just uh, coaching and, and being on the field and, of oh. course, uh, being with the kids? Oh, you always miss it. Uh, I miss it a lot and uh, keep up with the Hawks. And uh, the positive thing was getting the chance to, you know, see my own kids for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, that kind of had a – a good balance for me where I got to enjoy my two boys and they finished their career and uh, now they're finished. So, you know, you miss it even more, especially this time of the year when uh, pro baseball's cranking up and uh, baseball's on TV now, college baseball and getting to watch it and see all the your old friends and uh, watching them compete. It's, uh, you know, it brings back a lot of great memories. Shake, uh, you did a fabulous job bringing the past together with the present when you were the head coach for ULM from uh, 2006 to 2014. Coach Fed, Michael Federico, is trying to do the same thing now, and one of them includes this weekend as they honor your 2008 Sunbelt Conference champs. How cool will this be? Oh, it's awesome. You know, a lot of times when uh, when kids graduate, they don't get to see each other ever again because uh, there's a lot of people from a lot of different places. We got some from Australia. Canada, uh, Ohio, and uh, now there's a chance for them to come back and uh, reunite and see each other, especially back at the old ballpark and, and the school that uh, you know gave them a chance to get a degree and play some baseball. So I know a lot of the kids, uh, we still correspond, and they're, they're super excited about getting back to seeing their teammates and being back in Monroe again. Yeah, and Coach Federico's done a great job with that, and all the coaches, you know, and of course, uh, one of the assistants, Matt Collins, was on that team, so that makes it even more special for the guys to come back and see their teammate coaching, and, uh, you know, I met uh, Coach Belanger and uh, what he's doing with the media and trying to get everybody back. I talked to some old players that I've played with, and they're like, hey, man, I know more about what's going on at ULM Baseball than when you coached. I said, yeah, that's because uh, they're more computer savvy than me. But uh, he's done a great job, and I think he realizes the importance of uh, bringing back some of that tradition, and uh, which was very successful at ULM even before I got there, uh, you know, with Smokes teams and Coach Sanimal and way back. Uh, baseball's always was uh, top and won some championships and, and all the conferences they played in. Coach Collins is probably listening. Do you think he could get around on a fastball today? Yes. There ain't no doubt he could. <laughs> he's still got it. And, uh, you know, it's fun to see the guys be successful. And that's when you realize, you know, when you when you coach and, you know, championships are great, but there's not many of them uh, for anyone when you look at the years you coach and uh, what they're special. But what what's really special is when keeping in touch with these young men and seeing how successful they are and following their careers and hoping that you had a little bit of influence on them uh, to help them be successful and uh, uh, keep up with all of them and, uh, whether we won championships or not, I know what they went through playing for me and uh, and the grind. And uh, you know, I love them all the same. And uh, to see Matt being successful, you know, it's awesome. You were the uh, Sun Belt Coach of the Year in 2008, leading uh, the Warhawks to that 34-24 record in the regular season conference champs. You guys had a school record that year in hits, uh, RBIs, home runs, doubles, total bases. <laughs> You know, my memory uh, is kind of fading as I get older, but I do remember this team could probably was very good at the plate. Obviously, they were no doubt. It was probably one of the top offensive teams in the country, and uh, you know, in defensive, pretty good. I think they also had the uh, record number of double plays in the country in the NCAA that year per game, uh, with Kyle Swear and Ben Sonier and Nick Wade and Collins in the infield. 
Ben Sanya also scored. You know, he uh, led the country in runs scored. And that's not playing the extra five to eight games, you know, in the regionals and uh, World Series. So they were very offensive. And uh, some of those records probably aren't going to ever get broke, uh, you know, with the new bats and the, and the new style of play now. So uh, it, was a, it was a fun group to watch. And uh, the fans showed up. And it was a great atmosphere. And these guys were very special to me. That was our second year in the conference. And uh, in a conference that, you know, we just went into and uh, no one really knew the expectations. And these guys uh, came in there and they kind of set the bar pretty high uh, that second year. I think we were 20 and 10 in the conference. And uh, I think to this day it's probably still the only uh, outright conference championship of any sport since we joined the Sun Belt. So they got something to be proud of. And it was a, it was a fun group to be around every day. And, uh, usually the close groups that love each other and the, everything clicks from the coaching staff to the players uh, is an ingredient for being successful. And those guys, uh, they truly loved each other. Coach Shake, uh, West Monroe, and of course ULM fans remember Ben Sanye, but uh, how good was this kid? <laughs> well, you've looked up some stats, you know, and that's another thing that made this team special. You know, Ben, not many times do you in this profession do you get to coach a guy for more than – four or five years where I actually got to coach him for eight and then you throw in a little league all-star team so nine years but uh been a great big part of my life and I got to watch him grow and he was a very special player I can remember you know not only defense and hitting and he just could play all you know we did he played all the positions uh one game and uh probably was the best at all the positions you know when he played uh, nine innings he played every game every position he hit a home run that game, and he closed the game out for the win. Uh, that's probably without throwing bullpens. And I remember uh, Coach Leone, I said, uh, who do you want to bring in? He said, I said, bring in Sonia to close the game. He's like, well, he hasn't thrown no bullpens. I said, he can throw strikes anyway. He said, okay. So then we get to the tournament, and we're in, uh, it's probably 09 or something, we're getting a championship game. And I said, who do you want to bring in? He said, who do you think, Sonia? I said, okay. <laughs> But uh, he was a special player and, uh, you know, was a uh, special part of my life. And uh, he'll be back in town. He's looking forward to it. He's bringing his son. And I think Coach Federico already offered his son, and he's like uh, two years old. <laughs> Shake, you mentioned the fan base, and you did a great job rallying this community around the program. What are the keys to make that happen? Because there were several years when you guys were making uh, great runs you guys were ranked in the top 25 in the country. How did they get that to return back to ULM? You know, and it's funny. I mean, we've always had great fans in baseball and, uh, you know, from for years. But uh, when you make an atmosphere, and we were fortunate to uh, have the administration to let us do some things, the left field uh, lounge area was the student section, and we tried to make that uh, place for other fans to come and tailgate on the field. And the more venues you got for different people we had a patio deck for uh organizations to come in the game we had a kids area we made a nice student section at that time the student section was a chain link fence where they could go back there behind the fence and everybody was like well, i don't know that's too far but every park I've ever been to the students really dig being out in the outfield and uh, they showed up and uh you know one year i think we we had hosted the tournament and we didn't make it and we might have come in last that year, close to it, and uh, we were top 25 in attendance. So the fans love their baseball, and I think the tournament at the time was second in attendance in the Sunbelt Conference tournaments, and we weren't even in it. So it's a baseball town, and they enjoy watching good baseball, and I know that uh, talking to several, they're saying that the excitement's back, and they can see the kids playing hard, and the coaches taking care of the field and doing things right, and uh so I know the community's back excited about Coach Federico and what he's trying to accomplish. Coach Shake, a loaded question here. Uh, we really haven't talked about it publicly since uh, you were let go. In hindsight, anything that you would have done different in the, that last year at ULM? No. You know, uh, that's what makes it not too bitter. When you do the best you can uh, all the time and you love the school, you know, I gave uh, 15 years to ULM of my life, my family's life. And, uh, you know, it meant something to me. And knowing that uh, we did the best we could every day and worked as hard and was proud of our uh, ULM and 
you know, you don't have no regrets when you're doing things right all the time and working as hard as you possibly can. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it don't. But uh, there's nothing we can do different. People always say, hey, it's the last year of your contract. I said, there's no coaches working harder because it's the last year of your contract or the first year uh, we get in this to compete. And I had a special uh, feelings for ULM because uh, they gave me a chance to get my degrees there and play baseball there. And, uh, you know, I don't have any regrets for anything we did. And uh, I think the guys and, uh, you know, when you're in the profession, you want to uh, – you know, get the respect of your peers and uh, people that are in the fire and your players and coaches around the area. And uh, the feedback was outstanding. And uh, with the coaches and the guys that really matter that have been in the fire with you. And uh, when you got those respect, then you know you've done a good job. And, uh, you know, I appreciated the opportunity to get a living dream. That was my dream job for me. And uh, ULM gave me that opportunity. When things turned south here in the last uh, year or two, how difficult was it for you to keep tabs on ULM, and how often were you out there to watch them? <laughs> well, I keep up, but I haven't been back in the stadium. This will be the first time uh, wow. going back to, uh, Saturday, and uh, but I listen to it on the radio. It's hard because you know how much work you've done and, and the players. And, you know, every player that uh, we signed out of high school in those uh, seven years won a championship that they were there with us for four years and have a ring. And the only ones that didn't were, the, of course, the, the ones that uh, the Tidwells group and uh, felt bad about that, not being able to finish that out with them and maybe hopefully give them a chance to get one. But uh, something we were proud of. And, uh, you know, I'm glad to see it rocking and rolling again. I think Coach Federico and all the sports, uh, you know, I like the – the football coaches, and I think they're excited for next year. I know Coach Richard, who is excited about his opportunity next year. So I think in the years to come, you're going to see some more championships out there. Coach Shake, uh, man, it's going to be nice to see you back in, in Warhawk Field. If you are given the opportunity to throw out the first pitch, you're going to be able to throw it right down the right down the plate. Whew. Not going to make any promises on that or velocity. I just hope uh gets there and uh but I'm looking forward to it and being out there again and see all the fans that were so great to us and uh you know it's been a big part of my life as a player and a coach and uh, to see all those fans again and see the field continue to get better and grow and uh it's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to it and I appreciate coach Federico uh putting this on for the players that uh that played that year and uh wish him a lot of success. Uh, one final note, Coach Shake, and of course, obviously, before you were at ULM, you're at West Monroe and highly successful there. You were part of that championship squad. How good was that squad? What in '98 the Rebels put on the field? '99, the 99. baseball season. Uh, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was probably one of the best teams. Uh, you know, that was very special. I think we had ten seniors. They all went to play college or pro baseball. Uh, they made me a good coach, you know, and uh, we had a first-rounder, Brian West, a pitcher. We had a seventh-rounder, Kyle Moncrief, at first base. And we had a 6'11 left-handed pitcher, Andy Slocum, who went on and played basketball and baseball at A&M for a little while, and then he just concentrated on basketball. But uh, that was a unique group, and that was a good times too. Uh, those years at Western Road, not only uh, baseball and football, you know, it was a fun time in my life. And uh you know, just fortunate to be able to do that too, Aaron. I've been blessed. So last year when everybody was saying this is probably the best West Monroe squad of all time, you were probably <laughs> thinking, hey, how about that 99 team? They weren't bad. <laughs> well, that's always a debate in athletics. And, uh, you know, the older you get, the better the teams are. Even You know, I could tell you no one knows. So I could tell you I was a good player, uh, but no <laughs> one knows. So the lo longer it takes, the better you get. But that team uh been tough to match. And then uh, – you know, we're that team and everybody was pulling for uh, the Rebels that had a part in it for them to win another championship there. And uh, But that team, you know, 10 seniors all played. And then the other guys that were juniors, you know, Chad Pilcher was a junior. He played at Ole Miss. Ron McBeth was a sophomore. He played at ULM. There was some talent on that team. And, uh, you know, and they did it. You know, it's uh, to have be the best team and, you know, you get some opportunities, and they took advantage of it, and uh, and won a conference championship, and I mean a state championship, and uh, <laughs> proves in the pudding. They're pretty good. Uh, Coach Shake, we got a couple texts here. Uh, listeners want to know what you're doing now. What am I doing now? I'm at East Washita Middle School, and uh, 
you know, I'm assistant principal here. I've been doing that. I was at Washtenaw Junior High, and now I'm at East Washtenaw Middle School, assistant principal, and trying to still have some influence on some young kids' lives. It's a little different age group, but uh, a little more challenging, really. But I enjoy working with these kids and, uh, you know, trying to have a little influence on them and uh, educate some of the youth. That's what I do. Coach Shake, as always, we appreciate the time. Enjoy the weekend, the reunion of the 2008 Sunbelt Conference champs. Hey, don't be a stranger. You can come on the radio anytime you want. Hey, I'd love to. Give me a call whenever, and uh, I always enjoy talking to you guys. And hopefully a lot of people will come out this weekend, uh, not only support the team that's playing now, but to, to uh, relive some of those 08 days and get that smoke filled, and uh, let's help the Warhawks win a series. Sounds good, bud. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Aaron. Jeff Snake-Snyder, former ULM head coach, and, of course, his time at West Monroe. Some good stuff there, making his first return to Warhawk Field. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah. And, by the way, uh, Aaron, you could go around telling people that you're good at golf, and they would never <laughs> know the difference. There's only one problem with Just that. Keep, and then, of course, you got to keep the, the Tomcat off, yeah. of, off of social media, yeah. which is hard to do, by the way. I, I, I can tell, yes. ULM versus Texas State this weekend. Let's take a timeout. Coming up next, more on the morning drive. Let's fire this text line hotline back up, 888-993-7762. At the top of the hour, our interview with David Times. And then coming up at 830, Teddy Allen will join us live from the Masters. Morning drive back up here. The newest lawn equipment pro center in the area is your new Cub Cadet Superstore, Yard Power. Yard Power in Monroe is your source for the full line of Cub Cadet mowers. In fact, they're the only dealer in Northeast Louisiana. And Yard Power is loaded with Cub Cadets. Over 100 mowers on the ground ready to roll. All backed by a full service and parts department. So remember YP, Yard Power. On Highway 165 in Monroe, just one mile north of Century Lane. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing. With Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want. At Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Get your craw daddies now at Randall's Fine Meats. Randall's Fine Meats has your craw daddies ready to go every day. Low prices for live or boiled. Ask about their 5 and 10 pound specials on some of the best crawfish around. Plus, Randall's will even cater your next event. Just give them a call. 343-0382 and book in advance. Randall's also has your specialty stuffed meats and you have to try his fried cracklins at randall's like them on facebook or just stop on by randall's fine meats 4205 old sterlington road monroe grab another cup of coffee and keep tuned to the morning drive this hour is sponsored by ronnie ward toyota of ruston a couple follow-up things to the interview with coach shake uh it's always an interesting dynamic when the interim head coach takes over and then you always wonder about the rift that perhaps took place. And I think Coach Shake pretty much summed that up and, and said that uh, he, w- he has not returned to Warhawk Field since, of course, he was let go. And this weekend he will be back. Yeah. And it's also tough, too, because, I mean, those are the players that you recruited, you've had relationships with, and then maybe you show up, you don't know how that could create even a bigger rift. Exactly. So. And, you know. You can just read between the lines there. There's a reason why he did, he's not coming back, or he hasn't come back until now. Yeah, but I, Coach Shake deserves a lot of credit for what has taken place out there with that field and how that thing has evolved through the years. I mean, uh, he had to, you know, 
he could visualize what needed to take place, what was the best way to get the most amount of people in there for just not only for a game, but to make it an event. And there was times there during his tenure that it was certainly that. It, it was rocking. It was happening. And then, of course, uh, the attendances had dwindled off since then, and now they're trying to pull it back with Coach Federico. And now these efforts, of course, trying to tie the past with the present teams, I think it's it's fantastic because the number of ex-players that you're getting involved, and, I mean, we're talking about literally uh, community leaders that have been a part of this program throughout the years. You look at this week's schedule, this will be a big ball game, of course, for a big series for uh, Texas against Texas State. Uh, the Hawks trying to get back on track. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what these two midweek games meant to ULM, two hard-fought games that they ultimately lose can to the Razorbacks. Get, can you get momentum from losses? I mean, that's the question. I mean, uh, Tharp hates to hear that. We were on the golf course, and I'd make a great shot. i say, oh, Mr. Moe's on my side. <laughs> and that was his whole thing. There's no such thing as he would tell you momentum in sports. Uh-huh. Which I thought confidence I, generates momentum. I did, I believe in momentum, but I know that's always a big debate. Like, I think sports fans are split on that. Like, some people really do believe in it, others don't. I typically think like when you're hot at the end of the year, that means something. Like it, when you talk to some coaches and they say, I know we're getting off to a completely different subject. Sorry, but when coaches say, uh, you know, that I'd rather be playing better toward the end of the year than at the beginning, yeah. I think it's because of momentum. You carry that into the playoffs. Hmm. Uh, Tech, what kind of momentum do they have after that loss versus Little Rock? And, of course, a very hot uh, Lane Burroughs. They'll try to rebound and get back into conference play. They are down in San Antonio Square off against the Roadrunners, Grambling Square and off against Prairie View. And LSU already has one game in the books against Texas A&M. They take care of business last night, 4-1. to one. Zach Hess was phenomenal, goes eight innings in that victory, does not give up a run. The bullpen actually let up, gave up a run, which uh, breaks. 29.2 innings, yeah. 29 and two-thirds. So that streak is over for LSU. But, yeah, I'm not privy to anything that happened yesterday at Louisiana Tech, but I have a feeling that that team will be fired up today. 888-993-7762 on the text line. i got a couple of texts here. Jake. I don't think it was staged in reference to Conor McGregor's actions, but I think the UFC is hyping it to make it more than it really was. I know that sounds absurd since people may have gotten hurt, but these fighters are going to make more off these lawsuits and they, than they would have if they fought. I'm just saying Dana White is going to make it as big as it can. A name text, they apologize. is a, uh, a voice text, so and please don't text and drive. Yes, we'd rather you voice text than text and drive. Um, yeah, and then Sam says this incident could cost the UFC untold sums of money. Remember, it took forever to get the New York Athletic Commission to to let them into the state because of this kind mm. of stuff. Mm. Yeah. How much does the UFC should they take blame for this, though? Should the UFC? Yeah. How much can they? Take I mean, blame you, just because uh, you got a hothead that. Uh, How did? Why did they allow him access? I know uh, the Mac like let him in but i'm sure i don't know because honestly if conor mcgregor's walking around and you're a part of security don't you give him access just because he is the biggest star in the sport like i like people those who have these hot texts how did he get around backstage he's conor mcgregor Mm. like you know what i'm saying like any ufc employee and i'm not talking about dana white i'm talking about lower down the totem pole if they see conor they're gonna let him do whatever because conor's the the money maker Mm. He brings in the cash. We'll say this. Nobody can blame him for not wanting to get his hands dirty. I mean, he's got his entourage there, but he's the guy literally throwing oh, yeah. up the, the barrier and other things. He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and that I, is established, And right? I thought about this. It, maybe he's on something. I don't know. But I thought well, about Dana this. Dana White referenced that, <laughs> he too. Sure did. He, he sure later did. on said is he might be on drugs. But there's so much talk about John Jones, and, of course, you can link that to drugs as well. It's, it's you know, John has even admitted that he's taken, you know, he's done cocaine. And – but I thought about like just that wild lifestyle and the the way they fight in the cage. John Jones and Conor McGregor, you can put them in the same boat. Maybe you have to be a little bit, you know, crazy, a little bit off tilt to be able to go in there and pull off the things that they do in the cage. I don't know. That goes without saying, yes. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I, for the longest time, I thought you know, martial arts and zen and all of that stuff but i don't know I, maybe you just have to be a little bit crazy uh sam then uh, follows up it shouldn't fall on the ufc but 
the New York Athletic Association will look at all this. If the UFC wasn't here to begin with, would this would it would it happen? Yeah. So anyway, this is um, this is a black eye on the sport. There's no doubt. But if you um, Dana White's doing his rounds right now. Now, I don't think this was set up, but Dana White's certainly doing his media obligations. I think he's with Get Up right now, but he was just with, uh, what's the first, uh, the FS1 show, one of those FS1 shows. He was on there this morning, and um, he had to say this in regards to Conor McGregor and how he's talked to Conor since all of that stuff went down. Huh. Uh, Richie says, Aaron, go watch A Quiet Place while you're out this weekend. You know, considering mania isn't an option. Yeah, I totally just set up the sound clip. Oh, sorry. And you completely ignored me. <laughs> so, I'll, be a, little, distracted over here, I'll be a little more obvious. Okay. Tabor, if you want to play that clip right now, I would greatly appreciate it. Have you spoken to Connor? Do you plan to speak to Connor? Have you spoken to his people? Where are you with that? Connor and I talked through text yesterday. Um, probably the obviously worst conversation we've ever had. Um, but yeah, we, we talked yesterday before he turned himself Wait, in. Worst conversation? Yeah. It was well, bad. you mean that he didn't understand what had happened? No, I, I don't believe he did. Or the severity I, well, it's not of what that, It's not that I don't think he understood what happened. It just he justified it. He had. It, it was justified to him that, uh, you know, listen, I'm sorry about Mike and I'm sorry about Rose and whoever else might have whatever, but this had to be done. Get to the bottom of him. Send in the hard-hitting questions from Chris Carter. <laughs> yeah. All he does is ask tough questions. Uh -huh. I like that. Uh -huh. Sorry, I, that was horrible chemistry a minute ago. We have not had great chemistry this week. And I thought we had, you know, a really great week last week. Just I thought we were hitting our – I was like, man, we can't be stopped. Yeah, you're reading your press clippings. And then, that's what I did over the weekend, read my press clippings. All right, so how does this thing play out then? Connor has to be suspended. Mm. Um, he has to be. I mean, I know Dana doesn't want to, and Dana wants to still do business with him because of the attention and the money he brings in. But – you have to suspend him. And then I don't know what the athletic commissions will do, but they're probably going to do something as well. I'd say, you know, before all this happened, they were looking at September. They There were rumors that September is when Connor was going to come back and fight and likely fight the winner of this weekend. Because let's not forget, even with the replacement, if Max Holloway wins, he'll be only the second person besides Connor to hold two belts at the same exact time. And by the way, same belts that Connor held. So that's a mega fight. Or Habib, who was huge in Russia, that would have been another mega fight. Anyway, they were looking at September. Because of this, I say it's at least a year until Connor fights again. I just want to see McGregor at the jailhouse this morning holding a press conference. He better get his I hope he didn't spend all his money because he's about to get sued by so many people. John Tabor back at the uh, Sports Talk 97.7 headquarters. We haven't heard from him today. And, of course, he is fired up and getting ready to make his way down to Owens for WrestleMania. Tabes, does this take away from WrestleMania this weekend? No. Not at all. Tabor has spoken. Tabor, I don't even remember the last time that uh, you had a day off. And you will not be with us on Monday. How long has it been? A year or two? Excluding Sundays. It's been, uh, it's been yeah, it's been a while. Tabor's living it up for the weekend. Yeah, yeah, he, he told I'm, me how much money he's putting. I'm, going, I'm having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, stay out of that casino down there, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do not go in that casino. Well, you will lose four all years of it. ago, I, I did, and I'm not going this. I, I planned events during the day instead. Okay. I can't drink that much alcohol. <laughs> uh, our chemistry may suck this morning, but we are well rounded. We're going to talk a little golf in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, you will hear from the Ankle Boy. Is that how we're going to reference Ankle him? Boy. I kind of like that. <laughs> ankle Boy. Uh, Tiger Woods and uh, Jordan Spieth. They won't be joining us live on the show, but we got a couple of clips from them. But you will hear from David Times as we will ask him some hard-hitting questions. That's coming up after the break. Thanks for listening to the best of The Morning Drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com. Or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.